When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Halloween is around the corner, and uh, that means that the freaks get freakier, and the regular people try to get freaky. And because yes. you want to try to get freaky, you have to go to Amazon to buy your costumes. Because yes. they have the coolest costumes. They do have the coolest ever. costumes. Actually, that is where I'm getting my costume for this year and my costume for my son. Oh, what, what is your son going to be for Halloween? Uh, I think he's going to be – I want him to be a pumpkin or a monkey because I call him my little monkey. Oh, he and they have the cutest costumes on costume. And I have Amazon Prime actually, so it comes in two days. So I can actually wait for a long time <laughs> to, to order my Amazon stuff. Um, but everybody should go to Amazon to get their costumes for this year. Even if you want to get like other things for decorating your house, Amazon is the best place to get them because you don't have to get off your couch. You can literally sit on your butt order these things and they will arrive in a nice box two days later and it's like getting a gift every single day and um i know people i remember i was in australia and they didn't really do halloween there there was like all americans yes. that were dressed up you knew you were american if yeah. you were dressed up like a freak um but you can still do these um you could still buy through our bookmark on canada's yeah, yeah. platform and like the uk and everything so if you guys do celebrate halloween or just need toilet paper um, you can still do it through our link. It doesn't matter. If <laughs> or just want to dress up like a freak at the Canada office or... on a random Tuesday. Yeah. Then you can uh, use our Amazon link. Please go to winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. And then you can support the show and also get tons of really cool stuff. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, comedian, um, human being, here with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author. Check out her book, uh, Get Inside her or uh, that's not the way men work. That's not how, that's men, not work. how men work. That's not how men work. Winggirlmethod.com slash men work. That's where you go. Yes, that's and, where you go. And uh, we're here Let's again with, with Holly Borgfjord. Hey, Hi. Holly. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having He's me. He's our man on the show today. <laughs> he is. Certified boy on the show. Certified <laughs> boy. Uh, today, today we have Tucker Max coming on, so if you're not being manly enough, we definitely have uh, some... <laughs> yeah, we have something to balance it out for you. Yeah. But before we get into the show, let's talk about our live show. Yeah, let's which is it. happening on October nineteenth, which is going to be freaking awesome. Can you believe it? It's coming it's, right up. Yes, yeah, it's going to be very intimate, very intimate setting. Very exactly. And we're not saying that because it's going to be empty. We're just yes. saying that because we're very close with you guys. Right, exactly. We're going to touch every single person who does come to the show. But it's at the Hollywood Improv, which is a very famous place. Like I feel like I'm a part of something when I do walk into the Hollywood Improv. It has sign like pictures of you know Robin Williams and, and Kristen Carney and right. Holly Borgfjord. <laughs> exactly yes, up on the walls. But it's like it's like the greats have been there. Actually, I was recently there and. Uh, this may not be a great, but he's, you know, someone everybody knows. Jay Leno randomly came up on stage and just did a set. Yeah, and you can yeah, see. He rode off in his motorcycle. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's fantastic. So Hollywood Improv, 7 p.m., October 19th. If you want tickets, go to winggirlmethod.com slash live show. And you can or actually you can go be to the part. hollywoodimprov.com. Oh, right. Yeah. And you can go on there as well and, and search for the Ask Women show. But you actually have a chance to be a part of the show as well. We're going to have probably six people, if there are six people in the audience, <laughs> um, come and Five have of them, their questions. Our friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> overanalyzing all of them. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, right into ask at Ask Women Podcast. And submit your question with the subject line, I want to struggle with you. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. And we'll include you on the stage, but we also have uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, who's going to be in there yeah. with us, and then a special guest as well for the second half of the show, um, yes. but we're going to keep that under wraps because it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, because we don't know it yet. <laughs> ah, so crazy. But um, before we actually get into our show, I wanted to do my Wing Girl Minute. Did you know that a woman's clitoris houses nearly 8,000 nerve endings, making it a perfect (laughs) home for maximum sexual satisfaction? In fact, the only purpose of the clitoris is for pleasure. There's no other purpose for it. So make sure to give that clitoris the attention it deserves. Tease it, stroke it, and make sure to not ignore it while you're actually having sex. Because it will put up a sink if it's being ignored. See, these I I wrote (laughs) for Vivid Radio, so you're getting a taste of what the people at Vivid get. Many women need um, clitoris simulation while having sex to have an orgasm so if you if you ignore it you may be leaving women unsatisfied and that is my sexual <laughs> girl holly is that the case for you if you don't get your clitoris <laughs> <laughs> stimulated it's very uh, it's very sensitive uh, i forget it's to proofread important. these before we actually start all right i will make sure to read them before i enjoyed it yes just as much as if you use <laughs> Same amount of pleasure. I know. I was looking for the joke in that as well. <laughs> Wonderful. So, okay. Before we were talking about off air, how you guys know each other. How did you meet through your friend we who cannot afford a parking meter? Comedy. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we met uh, through a yeah, mutual. Mo- mo- uh, well, he mooches. <laughs> He's a mooch. Mutual. It's actually true. Uh, a mutual friend who does stand up. And um, then Holly and I just hit it off because I could make fun of him. Yeah, I've and noticed people, that. Yeah, I like to yeah, pick You on just him. take it. It's fantastic. That's why they didn't make fun of him and for your of, name. Yeah. Well, he's used to taking it in the bedroom, so <laughs> with men, so <laughs> just kidding. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, let's talk to you, Holly. Yeah, I want to sure. find, uh, find out about you and women. So are you dating somebody now? Are I actually you... just got a long relationship, so I was kind of like, take, I'm, ta- I'm in that, uh, that phase of figuring out everything and, and like bettering myself kind of phase you know what i mean okay. it doesn't look like, like it <laughs> well what are you doing to better yourself uh i'm just focusing on everything you know being selfish because i can okay. you know so what does like, that mean you know what i i'm sorry no i mean just basically like i especially with stand-up it's it's you know it's hard to be in a relationship with someone especially here in town because you know i gotta, I gotta do sets every night or try to you know go out every night and do sets uh it's nice not feeling guilty that I'm blowing off like a dinner. You know what I mean? To like go do yeah. a, an open mic or something like that. Something um, that I'll say about Holly, just from the outsider's perspective, is that when you're in a relationship, you look like you're really in a relationship because like yeah. you do the profile changes of yeah, like and th- what's you weird make your picture like, like a couple picture and like kissing. Yeah. And I'm always what's, like, ew. Because it's weird because like I don't think that that's me at all. So like going forward, if I was, sit- I will never do that again. Thank you. Because like, <laughs> it's like spare that was your friends and family. Like, yeah, it's like that was definitely motivated. From other, I mean, it's like I think in the, in the like I can't deny that I wanted that in that moment, but like looking back, it's like what was I, you know? Yeah. Like you can still be very, like, obviously, you can still be very happy in a relationship without having it be like bubbly and everywhere and all that kind of stuff. 
So, but you seem basically through that. I guess I'm trying to say that you seem passionate about your relationships, or you get yeah, like really if I'm in a, into yeah, if I yeah, if I yeah, I'm not because I've never been like the. Uh, the bro like jump around a different dude or different dudes. <laughs> I help <laughs> yes, my case do. a lot with the whole gay thing. <laughs> yeah. um, you never jump around like different women and stuff like that. I've always been in relationships. Like when I am in a relationship, like I do take it seriously. I don't like, you but know, I sounds, do get all in it. But it know? sounds like you get lost in the woman that you're seeing. I can. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think you're definitely right. Why is, so that? is that? What you're, uh, yeah. Why is why that? Is, um, deep down, I think it's just, I'm happy. I like making them happy makes me happy. So it's like, oh, I, don't, I think I don't think I don't think I realize like being selfish can make me happy sometimes. Like now I'm seeing that as a meal. Like oh, I can just like like uh, we were talking the previous um I forget the other guy in the other episode, but um we were saying like saying no and like being happy with yourself, like being happy with saying no sometimes. Like that is very true, and I'm now seeing that for the first time ever in my life. I think that and comes also with maturity. Yeah, it's just yeah. like and it's like. You're not saying no out of like to hurt their feelings. It's like no. It's like I care about you. I have to take care of this and do this for myself. Like know that you're great and that's all fine. But I can't like cater to every need of yours or everything. Like, you're not. Yeah, and he know. was also saying, which is really true, was the anything you cling to, you're gonna lose. I thought that was really cool, and it, it's true when you try too yeah, hard. Yeah, it's almost like too much. Yeah, it's, it's almost too like, much. Yeah, yeah. Too too much in the moment. It that looks like a fading, fizzling shooting star. Kind yeah, of, you know. Well, it's yeah. interesting that you used like the word selfish, like that. Doing what you want is yeah. selfish, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not, not, it's, it's not yeah, selfish. No, it's not selfish at all. That's the whole thing. So it's it's interesting because I think a lot of the people that are listening to this have probably had a similar situation. I know I have in the past. I'm sure. Well, maybe not Kristen, <laughs> <laughs> no. but but I would say you know typically people do have that experience, especially when they're younger, of saying, "Okay, well, I'm in a relationship now, so I'm giving everything yeah. to you, and I'm going to give up everything yeah. of myself." Not really realizing you're giving up all of yourself until yeah. it might be a little and then, too and late. You, yeah, you don't even realize it. So once you step out. And that's why, like, almost where, like, I, I do get more into all those things. Like, everything that I'm really into gets amplified as soon as I'm out of relationships. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love all this stuff. Yeah, this forgot awesome. about this. Yeah, and I kind of had to hold back because, like... Like, video games. Yeah, right? Like, in yeah. a normal, healthy amount. I defend that all the time. Or, like, <laughs> women always make fun of me if, like, if I play video games. But I don't play them, like, all day. Like, I come home at night, and, yeah, I'll play a couple of games of FIFA. And it, like... Yeah, I'll I might go till 6 a.m., but yeah, like, it's not that big a deal. But it's fine. Like, yeah, I have rental insurance, all right? I'm fine. I'm taken care of. Like, <laughs> yeah. things are okay. Like, let me exactly. play video games. Well, so what, so what would be your lesson moving into the next relationship to, in um, order to, to establish just those completely, boundaries? Like, don't, just completely be yourself and don't, don't hide. Don't, I mean, not that I was ever hiding anything, but like, I would don't try to. Don't put yourself on the back burner. Yeah, kind, kind of, of more or less. Yeah, but like, how but, do you do that? So here's the thing. So we can say a lot of things like just be yourself, but then what does it mean step by step? Yeah. So if you were to break that down, if you're what helps to somebody, not be an asshole, so right? you have to be like a good person. Like it, it yeah. sounds like I'm being mean, but there is truth in that. Like well, we have the ultimate asshole in the second half <laughs> yeah, of the show. You have to be like a so, normal person, like yeah. which it's amazing how hard it is for people to be uh, just a normal person sometimes. But I think if you can just be normal, I don't think it's that. How know, do you, you do that? You have to like I don't know be in. Be into your things, but also know what makes them happy, too. Like, there's a give and take. Like, you can't just always be, like, there's a give and take, but also be happy. Like, I'm not right. saying, like, always be after yourself, but, like, there's, if you're doing things that, like, you enjoy so, and there's in it. Like, there's, like, no. for example, me video games. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm still, I'm still, like, my relationships don't Except suffer. For Mario and Luigi. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, my relationships don't suffer. I don't, like, lash. Nothing, it doesn't affect anything. So, like, don't be, don't hone in on that. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's okay to, like... And just for like other Wait, things. So that what like, are you saying? So it's okay to it's okay to give that up? Right. For like if some women like I, in my experience of women who think like video games are mature, it's like don't freak out over that. If they're not playing all day every day, relax. And it's a two way street too. Like 
yes, there are things women do that men don't like. You know, it's just know that and be aware so of it. So what would be the boundary that you would have in place in your next relationship? So I won't you... go into Forever 21, but I'll go to the mall with you. <laughs> See? Compromise. That is good. That yeah. is a good compromise. But it's like, it's so true. And about... I'll be honest with you. Like, I hate that store. I will go. I'll hold your hand and get a pretzel, but I'm not going to that stupid store. <laughs> you know? So. Well, what about playing video games? Because I think that this is a big thing for a lot of guys who are listening. <laughs> yeah. How do you... Not put your foot down, but how do you express that it's something that's really important to you? Be a common sense and or just I mean, I don't know. Common like, sense. I'm sure you get a lot of great reactions from women with that response. It's common sense. It's guys like games. Like, Deal with always, it. <laughs> but it is. It, it, it kind of is true. Like, if you're a guy and you're mad that your girlfriend shops, get out of the game then. Like, right. women generally like to shop. Well, there's certain things women in be life. Shopping. I'm, not saying every, I'm not saying every woman, you know what I mean? But, like, like generally most, like, a lot of men like video games or sports and a lot of women like shopping or whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't like that, but, like. It's okay. <laughs> well, basically, when you enter in a relationship, there's a few rules or things that already exist that no matter who you are in the universe, you can't change. Right. One, you can't change that men might want to watch sports on Sunday or yeah. in their or lay down with their hand in their pants <laughs> or women, you know, laying on the couch talking to their girlfriends on the phone for like two right. hours. These are just certain things. When you enter in a relationship, you have to be forgiven. Giving, but then you also have to. It's know, not forgiving. It's having a basic understanding. Yes, yeah, a basic, how yeah. other individuals. And I think that's work. where he comes in, where Holly comes in with saying common sense. Okay, but let's say the common sense isn't there. I'm doing quotes <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. in the air. How do you have the conversation with your future girlfriend or person that you're dating yeah. or girlfriend that you're in a three month relationship who suddenly has a problem with you playing video games? How do you calmly and rationally have that conversation? Just with, like like you just said, simply have it calmly and rationally. Make look. I care about you a lot, but I like video games. Don't I? Me playing More. video games doesn't mean I hate you. It's just something I like to do. You like to watch a? T- is there a TV show you like? Like make it relatable. Like, is there a TV show you like to watch? You're spending the exact amount of wasting time as I am, and you, when you watch your one hour show, then when I play two or three I games, I feel like of you've this, had some past issues and trauma. I know, with video seriously. Games. <laughs> actually, like uh, and these conversations, and I would say, do not say wasting. Yeah. <laughs> that is a negative. I've actually That's the had, only like, thing I heard in your whole sentence. Was, I'm not wasting my time. I'm the saving Bachelor the world. The Bachelor is an amazing show where you learn something every single saving week. Saving the realm, okay? It is really difficult. <laughs> but like, well, I mean, it's, I've never had like a very heightened uh, argument about it specifically. Oddly enough, I mean, I have with. Um, <laughs> He's been holding it in for so long. It's all, it's all coming, coming out, out. now. <laughs> your face is red and there's a vein popping He's out of like, your forehead. It's just common sense, ladies. <laughs> Let me do it. Um, no, I mean, like, I've never had like a super heated argument about it uh, with a girlfriend, but I've definitely Cause you just felt, gave it but I've definitely felt them being like, oh, you're playing video games? Like, that's lame. It's like, well, you're watching The Bachelor. It's so stupid. It's equal I mean, lame. in my opinion, it's if you like it, it's It's fine. equal lameness. Equal yeah, it's like lameness. It's, it's equal, like, that's your choose to waste time, I choose this. Because video games are a waste time. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, it's my hand-eye coordination. That's the bad argument, fellas. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be like, but what it's about, complex. It makes me smart. No, it doesn't. What about the fact <laughs> that you love doing it? And it makes you really happy? Yeah. Okay? Because I go. have that, it's not, it's not an argument, but um, I I think I've talked about it. I've, I recently have been very nostalgic, and for some reason, I kept dreaming full about house. Full House. <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah. And so I saw it pop up on the TV one day, and so I pressed the record series button, and I right? now have 87 800, episodes yeah. of See, that's awesome. Full house. Like- My husband's like, 
why are you watching that stupid show? And instead of saying, it's not stupid, it's like <laughs> I say to him, yeah. I love it. And it brings me back to my child. Yeah. And I really just need something simple and easy right now yeah. for me to, you know, escape to. And he's like, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> and it uh, wasn't yeah. an argument. And I love stuff. Like, I love holding on to stuff from my childhood, like video games or like well, you know, yeah, buying Star Wars shoes and stuff like that. I like, think that's what's important is to have conversations with your significant other that you're really connecting on saying, like, why you love video games and yeah. what memory that connects next to for you yeah. as a child and with yeah. your brother especially or... with women that's very helpful yeah i will say so one of one of the um exercises that i give to a lot of guys that i work with and anybody who buys any of my programs there's there's an exercise that i did for myself um which is which helps you discover your values because in the past i've always said oh yeah i know my values me and my husband have the same values but i didn't know what the hell they were and mm-hmm. i think it's really important to know your values and understand them but it's also really important to understand and know that other people have values. Right. And until I did this exercise, I wasn't able to respect other people's values. I've talked about it before. People were private. I hated them. I thought that mm. they were the stupidest people in the entire world. Because <laughs> for me, we have a podcast, right? So we sh- I share my information constantly because I feel that it helps right. people. But anybody who's private, I'm like, why are you not sharing this information? It's just stupid. Well, How are pro- we friends? The problem with someone being private is they think their information is important. important right. Well, that's annoying. <laughs> to keep the private. smugness is what yeah, you Yeah, the smugness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pri- mm. It's private. That I hate. Right. That, okay, so those people are suck. <laughs> but the other people are like, oh, no, I'm just private. You know, I don't want to talk about yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But doing this exercise really helped me respect that. And what I actually learned about my husband during that time was that um, he has a very, very high value on friends and family members. And in before I did this exercise, I would, you know, get jealous and upset if he would expend energy with his friends. Because I always found that he would hang out with me and we'd sit on the couch and we'd watch oh, yeah. TV and All we'd be comfortable together. And yeah. then he'd, he'd like go out and have fun with them. I'm like, yeah. why? Why do I get no fun, Jordan? And they get all of your energy. Later realizing it like sucked out of his energy and he hated it when he was out there with him. <laughs> um, but it really bothered me. And then when I discovered that his value is friendship, I was like, oh, that, that recharges yeah. him. That makes him feel absolutely amazing. So I wanted to give that to him. And then we had a conversation about it because I could understand it. So long-winded way of saying for guys who are listening and girls who are listening, the best way I would say to express something that is part of your life that you know your significant other may frown upon or may not understand is to really be open about what it does for you and yeah. why it makes you happy. And I know it's hard to find the words sometimes, yeah. but if you can... Well, I've noticed and this, like, yeah. it sounds almost corny, but it does. It's... It has worked every time. Always preface it by saying like, and not in a fake way, but like just being like, look, I care about you. You're the, you're the greatest. Now this. Like, and not doing it in a but, fake way, but just be like, you know, like I care yeah. about you, like, but just this, I have to say this. So you're coming in yeah. like, saying, so you know I right away, you. it's like, look, this isn't about how I feel about you. This is just something I enjoy and I want to address it because yeah. I care about us. Yeah. So, uh-huh. and if, But and it if also the, helps renew me, be a better person and to be happy and to be the strong foundation that yeah. we can then build our relationship See, there you on. Go. Yeah. The deeper yeah. stuff. Look at this. Oh, coming in after Seriously. I the cantaloupe. You weren't coming even paying attention. You were like eating over there something comes back with a fantastic sentence. But that's, <laughs> re- it is, it's really important, especially when you're expressing to women to give them the why behind why yeah. you're doing something. Yeah. Because for them, there's a lot of other things that video games can mean to them. Them, mm-hmm. It means that you're not focusing on work or having a future with them, or that there's a lot of things yeah. that can get wrapped up subconsciously. Yeah, you're so, just out of it for a minute in like a yeah. normal, like you're just out of the world and you're in your own little. Yeah, fine. but talking about the why behind and what it does for yeah. you um, is probably the easiest way to yeah. win a woman over. And I'm not doing it, like, and most importantly, like, I'm not doing this to hurt you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, exactly. Like I well, said, I think like, if you express it in the way that, you know, this is really important to yeah, me, and then I love it, should... here's what it does, then it, it doesn't even have to be brought up that. 
is right. Any normal girl anyway. will be like, oh yeah, of course. yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. You love and it. If she oh doesn't, God. then it's if a runaway from that relationship. You right, know, like. but you could if you even like draw a parallel and say like, listen, like you know how you are with this. And she can totally yeah, understand yeah. and relate. You're connecting, you're bonding. She knows something more about you. And right. she might even start playing video games with you or even saying, See? like, we should go play video games. That's go do it. Dream. Or if you say, you know, it, it recharges me so that we can have more time with each other. <laughs> There's a lot of ways <laughs> yeah, that you can you spin go. it so that exactly. it can help you exactly. out. She's going to be like, okay, <laughs> bullshit artist. Yeah, exactly. I know you're full of crap. <laughs> yeah, because you've been playing for eight anyway. hours <laughs> and I have not gotten any attention on my clitoris. See, full <laughs> circle. Full circle. Just like you do on the clitoris. To the beginning of the show. I'm done. Good. That was wonderful. That's all I got. Well, we have uh, Tucker Max coming up at the second half of the show. He I'm is. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's, he's an asshole. Got a giant personality. Yes. And so hopefully <laughs> that comes out because I know I don't have a big one. Watch today. him be so boring where he's like, he doesn't say anything. It'll be disappointing. He will not be like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he will not disappoint. But again, we have our live show October 19th at the Hollywood Improv. It's at 7 p.m. because they wanted to get us on early so that they can have all the exciting shows <laughs> afterwards. Uh, but go get tickets, winggirlmethod.com slash live show, or you can go to the, is it the Just hollywoodimprov.com. Yeah. And then just go on And just calendar. buy tickets. Pay your 10 bucks. Only 10 bucks. Yep. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Small investment for a lot of laughs. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. all right let's go to the second half i know of the show. seriously all right we'll be back uh for the second half of the show shortly so we have um truecar.com is one of our sponsors and they do something really interesting uh they it's a really of, good idea it's a really I'm good idea that what hasn't been done sooner well because a lot of people don't know what a car is actually worth they sort of believe whatever the person is telling them it's worth so if you go to truecar.com and you type up the car that you want to buy you put in the model and the year and all of that stuff it'll tell you actually how much that car is worth and how much you should be paying for it not like based on other people's perspectives yeah but there's people i guess that are certified like true car dealers so if you bring in that price to that dealership right it will they will honor that price you know and also true car users save an average of $3,221 off of um, the MSRP, which is the, what is it again? Manufacturer suggested retail price. Which is pretty amazing. They're saving that much money and they're not being ripped off. That's absolutely amazing. And then like six months, they sold over 275,000 cars. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. So I, so go to truecar.com, uh, visit truecar.com today, save time, save money, and never overpay because who the hell likes to overpay? Not I. Hey, all you single guys out there, it's Kristen and Marnie from the Ask Women podcast. And are you sick of being alone? Are you sick of being a giant loser? Well, come join us at the Hollywood Improv this Sunday, October 19th. There's going to be drinks, comedy, hot chicks, and Greg Fitzsimmons. Who's pretty freaking awesome. Hilarious. Yes. He will be joining us. He will be the voice of man for this special live taping of the Ask Women podcast. So come join us October 19th, 7 p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. Go to improv.com and get your tickets now. Hey, I'm Jake. And I'm Amir. And we're from that appropriately named web series, Jake and Amir. We're also the voices of If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us that's right every week we offer our personal insight to real problems submitted to us by real people and sometimes even our comedy friends join like ben schwartz thomas middleditch and allison williams the important thing is the advice is often pretty bad but hopefully always funny so go to podcastone.com and hit that download button to hear our terrible but hopefully funny advice thanks guys you're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 
<laughs> we have Tucker Max on the show, and I'm sure that most of you listening have heard of Tucker Max before. I'm just going to read a little bio or on idolize him. Tucker Max. Yes, exactly. Because Christian was even saying before, like you, what? She's shaking her head, saying, "Don't say this." But you went on his website, your boyfriend. Oh yeah, long, you know, oh. long time ago. I, I my boyfriend was always on his website. Yeah, so every, I, I think everybody has heard of Tucker Max, but he's an American author and public speaker. Uh, he chronicles his drinking and sexual encounters in the form of short stories on his website, TuckerMax.com. But I met Tucker nine years ago now, I think. Nine years ago when I was out for dinner with Neil Strauss and a whole bunch of other people. Um, but Tucker, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. So do you... Do you remember who else was at that dinner, by the way? I, for some reason, I keep thinking it's like uh, Malcolm Gladwell, but it's somebody else who was like an amazing author. There was fantastic people sitting at that table who at that time, because I was 24, I was very into myself and did not know who anybody else was. But there was awesome people there, right? Yes, exactly. I'm glad you said that because uh, I, I was going to say it if you weren't, but that's absolutely what was going on. My memory of you is basically... Um, essentially like uh, just a, an empty-headed D-girl who didn't even know who Robert Greene was. I still don't know who that, that is. is. That is exactly who she is. <laughs> That's exactly who I am yeah. today still. That's so, who I was. So Robert Greene wrote The 48 Laws of yes. Power and Mastery, and like he sold like 5 million books worldwide. Oh, he's amazing. So Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell is actually, uh, that's, it's funny you say that, because he's sort of like the thinking person's Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell is like pop, pop science, and Robert is like, if you actually want to know what you're talking about. Really? Well, who else was there? There was there were other people that I had heard of before. No, it was it was me and Robert and Neil and then you and a friend of yours. Yeah, Emily, um, who I'm not right. friends with anymore. Yeah, but I remember about you, so I, I was empty. And <laughs> you, I kept asking you questions and you wouldn't answer my questions. So you were like, let's have him on the show. So yeah, exactly. Really like, he must be a great interview. But so I walked away thinking, oh my God, that guy's an asshole. And then I would I would say, oh, I met Tucker Max. And people would say, yes, he is an asshole. That's his whole thing. He's like the asshole, like the ultimate asshole. And I was like, oh, interesting. He, he lives up to <laughs> his persona. Well- yeah, I mean, some. I'm not. I'm only an asshole if I don't like somebody. And right. I, and I remember. I, I distinctly remember. In fact, I even told Neil. Like uh, in fact, uh, right, right. It was. I was just like, look, you need to get rid of these girls. They're really annoying. And uh, <laughs> and, and and I don't remember what he did. But here's what, the funny part to me is it got way worse because so that night after we were at this awful Indian vegan place. I know, in like uh, the shadiest part of Los Angeles. There was like a gate at the front. Like, it was very strange. Yeah, Yeah, which was Neil's pick, obviously, because whatever. Uh, Anyway, so you guys left, and then me and Robert and Neil went to this bar called The White Horse, which is right around the corner. And and Neil was so desperate to impress Robert, he brought two more girls out. And, And these were like, so you were just like, you seemed like, whatever, okay, fine, no big deal. The, the two girls he brought out afterwards were like, it's like they were the worst example of LA girls I've ever met in my life. So you're they like were, bring so Marty back. They were the worst. They were uh, these two. They were very attractive, but they were what, almost fresh off the boat Albanian girls. And every every awful stereotype about Eastern European girls and LA girls, these two girls lived up to. <laughs> Mesh into one. So you must have had a fantastic yeah. evening. No, uh, basically the the night became um, it, it changed very quickly when so, like five minutes in the conversation somehow prostitution came up 
like as a topic of conversation. And I, I turned to the two girls and I said, ladies, speaking of prostitution, how exactly did you get to America? And they, they got really, really <laughs> mad at that. And they wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. So it was like kind of this funny, weird awkwardness uh, the rest of the night. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a very weird night. So basically definitely. you're saying that after I left, the night went downhill. Yes, I wish you had been <laughs> back, actually. After you left, I was like, I was like, I want that girl back. Where is that empty woman who does not know who anybody is? Well, thank you for agreeing to be on our show, even though you had that perception of me. I, you know, I probably have that perception of me from a very long time ago. I didn't really know very much. I, I didn't even really know who Neil was at that point. I had sort of just discovered the pickup artist world, and I was introduced to him by Ross Jeffries, of all people. Um, and so I had gone out with Neil not really knowing who Neil was or any of the other people at the table and I was pretty egotistical back then obviously didn't know much about other people only about myself so yeah so hopefully well, I'm different now it, we're all idiots in our early 20s there's almost no exception to that exactly so. but being an idiot is sometimes good because I would say that I'm not going to say being an idiot got you to where you are but it kind of is true it's like being an idiot got you to where you are and same with me I did things stupidly that helped build a successful business that I may not take the chance in doing now. Would you say that that's true for you as well? Um, yeah, sort of yes and no. I, I feel okay. like it, it, it's very much a double-edged sword. So uh, I, I feel like I, I've done a lot of the things I've done um, that have led to my success are also things that have limited my success. You know, you know the saying, yeah. like, uh, what, what'll get you, what got you here won't get you there, yeah. you know? And I, I feel like the, the – and this is really, I think, common for a lot of, of sort of innovators and entrepreneurs and, and just anyone who does anything new and different is that you almost have to kind of have some problems, dysfunctions, emotional issues, things like that that push you to do different things. Yeah. And that's, that's what leads to your success on one hand. But then if you never fix those things once you're successful, then usually it's the same thing that leads to your downfall. I mean, that's, that's every Greek tragedy yeah. is that storyline, you know. Um, and, and I feel like that's true for a lot of people. Um, and I don't even exclude myself from that, you know, like, uh, yeah. So, so yes, yes and no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I definitely do. So what would you say is your, the, the negative side to it for you? So what is the, your Achilles heel that's, that's possibly <laughs> not helping you today? So, so what's the negative side of being an obnoxious asshole? <laughs> it's <laughs> everybody thinking you're, but that's the thing is, is that if, if, okay, if, if, if the world's perception of you is that you are an obnoxious asshole, it, you, you can win over people so easily by having a little smidgen of being a respectful person, like, and being authentic and being authentic. Like if somebody meets yeah. you and they're expecting this complete asshole and suddenly you're like, Oh, who are you? What are you about? Like immediately their perception of you is going to be shifted. Well, you understand that, that, that the word asshole usually is code for authentic. And, 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 <laughs> no, talked I, about that. I we just talked about that. I, I agree. It's, co- I, it's, I, it's, it's raw honesty is yeah. what is people who call assholes, like I've been called an asshole for a long time, and sometimes it's because I'm a dick, but mostly it's just because I'm honest. Uh, very honest in sort of an un, um, unscrubbed, un sort of tactful way. I really feel like you there know? should be another word added into the English language to describe someone who's an asshole asshole, like who right. just drives like a jerk and he's not he's in, mean to people. He's not endearing in any way. And then there should be the asshole who's just super honest and like the Larry David kind of asshole. <laughs> 
Right. Well, because right, there's no right. middle ground. There's authentic and then there's asshole. Well, when, and authentic you, typically means you're supposed to be really sweet and kind and endearing. But sometimes it's time. like you know, if you communicate with a certain person, like say for example, I'm with my mom and she doesn't really, you know, use swear words that often, but if she says he's an asshole, she means he's an actual asshole. (laughs) If I say someone's an asshole, that means I think they're awesome and I like them, (laughs) you know? So it's like, we're, there's kind of this like, this confusion out there. Yeah. Like this gray area of assholeness. Yeah. So maybe Um, we'll come up with a new word. Well, at the beginning part of our show, Tucker, we were talking to Holly, who's the voice of man on our show for this week. And we were talking about, you know, how to (laughs) express to a person that you're dating or a girlfriend or, you know, somebody that you're in a long-term relationship with. How do you express to them the things that you love and that you, you ultimately don't want to give up while in the relationship? So for example, playing video games, how do you, not put your foot down, but how do you let the woman know that, th- that playing video games or whatever, you know, your favorite thing is, how do you let them know that it's important to you and it's something that you're not going to give up just to be with her? Uh, I'm confused. Is there an answer besides having an adult conversation that's ha- direct and to the point? <laughs> Thank you very much. But what does the adult conversation sound like? Because we got a few examples from Holly that didn't sound so adult-like <laughs> until we continue talking about it. But how would you express to a woman that you were dating – how would you say it? Uh, well, I mean, obviously it depends on the subject, but okay. generally, let's just take video games as an example. I'm not a big video game person, but but uh, um, if that was the issue, I would say, um, hey, sweetie, uh, you know, I, like, I love you and I care about you and I, I want to be in this relationship, but I also like playing video games, and so I'm going to allocate a portion of my time to this, oh. and, uh, and and that's just the way it's going to work, like, we can, you know, negotiate how much time and when it is, if, if it's bothersome or troublesome to you, but this is something I want to do, and if you can't handle that at all, then we need to talk about that because that might be very bad for this relationship. Oh, I don't know, this. something very No, that was perfect. Like that. All day. I love how you preface it the exact same way. Play like video games. Up front. <laughs> yeah, no, that was perfect. I love that. Do, are you in a relationship now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, are, do you not want to talk about it, or are you open to talking about your relationship? Yeah, of course. Of okay. course. I'll how, talk about it. How long have you been in your relationship? Uh, 18 months, I think. Oh, okay. So Two it's years. still pretty new. Yeah, okay, 18 good. months, yeah, something like that. And where no, did, no, where did no, you No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. That's not new for me. Like, 18 oh, really? months is, that's so long for me, because, like, I don't, I, I don't, um, long, it's, I don't have a lot of long-term relationships in my past, mm-hmm. so it, it like if something's over, if I date a woman, I don't, I don't generally date casually, you know, like, uh, like, oh, that's my boyfriend or that's my girlfriend and you're kind of half seeing each other and kind of not. I don't normally do that. Either I'm dating someone or I'm sleeping with like however many people I feel like, you know? Okay. So, and so 18 months for me is, um, that's, that's a long time and that's a very intense, serious commitment because okay. I, if it was not, it would have stopped by now. Uh-huh. A lot of the guys that listen to our show are um, have a hard time approaching women and, you know, kind of going in to, like, get the number. What's your technique being that you're, you know, relatively confident and you know who you are? What do you, what do, you do? Do you just Are you just straightforward, just like you were with the conversation about the video games? Um, I, well, it, it, you know, I talked about this on my podcast. We actually just had an episode about this. Um, the, the question, that, that's actually the wrong question to ask, is how do I talk to a woman to get her number? Because who gives a crap about a phone number? What matters is is your ultimate goal, right? right. If you just want to sleep with her, there's an approach. Uh, there's a couple different approaches that work. Okay. If you want to, um, you know, uh, look on a short-term basis, if you want to 
uh, meet her, get to know her, possibly like, you know, more and sex might be a part of that. But like you want to maybe develop some sort of relationship. There's a different strategy. It really just depends what your goal is. A number is just a means to a goal. Who cares about getting phone numbers, right? I, mean, I can get a million phone numbers, but if none of the girls call me back, then what was the point of that? Right, exactly. So, what, so if your goal was, okay, I want to sleep with a ton of women right now and just want to have fun, what would your approach be? Okay, so if your goal is a lot of short-term mating, then you need to structure your life around that. Mm-hmm. And, and to be – so there's a couple different things you can do. Um, and most of them uh, really are not easy. Like, you need to be attractive. You need to um, be very funny. You need to be uh, very outgoing. You have a lot of charisma, a lot of social intelligence. Like, these things take time to develop. They're not easy, and most guys don't have them. But okay. if you want a really great shortcut to sleep with a ton of women, the absolute best thing you can do as a young guy is go to a pl- go live or work in a place where lots of young women, especially young Western women are traveling on vacation uh, because then like it, all, the whole dynamic changes. So for instance, um, go work in Cancun uh, during spring break or go work at club med or go work anywhere that's a resort town or whatever, because what you're going to find is essentially an endless supply of tourists uh, and, and young girls looking for sort of vacation type uh uh, arrangements right come and go yeah, yeah exactly. exactly and then you have tons of, you have tons of people to practice on plus you are stagnant so it's true you can get comfortable in a place because then it's your place you like own club head you're working at club right. head and, and they're and just your visitors who are coming to see you every or once they in a think while. you're just a guy like, that works at club head and you might be a bit of a loser <laughs> but when you're younger yeah. you don't care about that that's stuff. true no, well, actually, right. If you work, it's one of the things they hire for for men at Club Med are young single guys who are attractive because yeah. that's why a lot of older women go to Club Med. Actually, to be oh, honest, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, it's, I know a couple of dudes who did that, um, and it was like, it, it was ridiculous. The stories they, they would tell me, I'd be like, damn, dude, that's a story. <laughs> that's amazing. But uh, it's the, the the important thing is is that in if you're if you're in that situation where you're working. Um, or in some way uh, part of the environment in a tourist place, you can easily have a very high status, at least relative to other guys in that place. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. So you can sh- or you can change the local sex ratio very easily. So, right. like, there's chances are there aren't going to be a ton of guys, and the guys that are there are not going to be the types that, that this girl's looking for. So if you're a young single go- dude in a place where it works or has some position uh, of legitimacy or authority in a place where lots of young women are traveling or vacationing or whatever, then you basically fall into uh, to girls. I mean, like, another example is Vegas. Like, like, I know so many guys who went out to Vegas and worked as bartenders, and they can't leave now because they're making, like, 80 grand a year right. as a bartender in Vegas. And they, you know, they sleep with 100 women a year or something without doing anything uh, but it's like they hate their lives. They're 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 in the nineteen year old dream life, and now they're like, like forty nine, <laughs> right? Or even older, like thirty six, and they hate it because they realize like this is awful after you know fifteen yeah, years because there's nowhere um, to go from there. Actually, I, I do want to get back to your relationship. Sorry that I'm jump. We're we're women, so we jump all over the place. But I want to get back to your relationship because you were saying eighteen months for you is a very long time. So I think that's awesome that you are in an eighteen month relationship. But I want to know. What's what's the difference? Like, what is it about this girl 
that's different from the other girls that you were dating that makes you want to continue to two months to two and a half years? Or we won't get right. that far ahead. But what is it that's different about this girl? So, um, oh, well, there's a lot of things. Uh, uh, she's basically, um, I mean, my biggest complaint about her is that she's not perfect. Like, you know, which is like no one's perfect, right? <laughs> right. Like she's just an, she's an amazing person. She's, she's the exact type of person that I want to spend uh, my life with, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and so I, I'll, I'll tell you this. About two years ago, I was sort of in a situation where, let, let me tell you how I met her, and then you'll understand okay. what type of person she is. Uh, I, two years ago, I really kind of sat down and did an inventory for myself, and I realized I was just really, I mean, I knew this already, but I was just really kind of tired of, uh, you know, hooking up with random girls and, and like, you know, lots of different girls uh, and, and no one or two that I really cared that much about. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, you know, I got to the point where I was about 30. Right, I was about 35, and I was like, all right, this is, this is, it was super fun, but it's run its course, and I would like relationships now, uh, like real relationships with really great women. And, and it's funny, for the next, about 35, I decided that, or I kind of made that switch. And for the next year, I didn't really change my pattern of life. And I got very frustrated because I couldn't develop any good relationships with good women. And uh, one of my friends was like, well, Tucker, if you keep going to the same places and doing the same things, how do you expect to meet the type right. of women that you want to date? Because like, you're, you weren't meeting them before, so you've got to change to meet them. And I was like, you're totally right. So I sat down and I thought, okay, uh, what, are, what are all the attributes that, my, that the woman I want to date will have? And I came up with a list of like eight things, broad things. It really broke down into about three main categories. And then I thought, okay, like what does, what does she do? What are her activities? And I came up with about 20 or 30 activities. And in, in, uh, of that list of 20 or 30, there were like five or six that, that were things that I really liked but I didn't do. Like uh, CrossFit is a good example or uh, improv, whatever, things like that, right, that, uh, that, that are fun and cool that you can do in groups, but I just wasn't doing for whatever reason. Right. And so I went out and started doing those activities. And through the process of those activities is exactly how I met my girlfriend. And it wasn't even directly. It was my CrossFit instructor. My coach is a woman who trains with her, and she introduced us. And, uh, and it was like, this girl, she's exactly, she's amazing. She's beautiful. She's really smart. She's really sweet. And she has very much a, um, uh, a very self-starter view on life. You know, like she, um, she just, she gets shit done in her life. And it's so nice to have a partner like that. But I had to, for me, I had to, I had to think up who she was, think up what she does. And then I had to put myself in those positions and it took about six months. And then I met the exact type of girl I was looking for and she liked me and I liked her. And it was, uh, now here we are. And I love that. I love that you started off by saying you took inventory because I, I, I think like it, in all of my um, programs that I have, the first thing that I have people do is an exercise that I call it discovering you. But really, it's doing the same thing. It's taking inventory of who you are, where you are right now, and what you want in your life. Because I, I know, and we talk about it all the time on the show, that when you get really specific and you can envision a new lifestyle or envision a person that you're looking for or envision the person that you want to be, and then you actually write out step by step step how to become that person or how to get that person or how to achieve that lifestyle it makes it a lot easier 
to accomplish because it's tangible and it's real. So I love that you took the time to do that. And most people don't take the time to do it. They do exactly what you were saying that you were doing before, where you were going to the same places expecting a different result to come out of the same situation. But I want to ask you one thing. So let's say that you did this, were to do this inventory. Do you not think that you would find the potential in a woman at the same places that you were going to before? Do you think that you were like looking differently or that you were acting differently no. in those same places? No. Okay. So you think you no. really have to change no. your entire lifestyle? Uh, well, it depends who you are and what you do. Okay. So, so I, I don't want to say that my specific example is the rule for everybody. Um, because it's, it's not, I mean, there's a million different, I think other examples of that, that are, that people could, um, could look at and, and, and they, their details would be different. But for me, here's the thing. Um, I guess, okay, so you kind of know, uh, I think, a little bit what it's like when you're a dude. and or, I mean, you're not a guy, but you understand like, yes, how it's I different do. for guys who are yeah. famous versus not famous. Yeah. And so basically the big difference is that girls come to us. Uh, even like the fattest, the most disgusting, biggest asshole dude in Hollywood who's famous still gets tons and tons of really hot girls. Because fame changes the whole equation. And even if you're a little bit famous, like I'm not like, you know, that all that famous in the whole scale of fame, but I'm, I'm you're famous well enough that I don't, right, I don't have enough time to sleep with all the girls that I could have slept with, right? And right. so that's, once you get to that point, that's kind of, that's the goal, I guess, really, for guys. Nice. Um, but, but uh, so for me, really what it was, was um, I, I needed to stop dealing with women who came to me because of who I was because those women were never, ever, ever going to have that emotional stability right. and the maturity that I wanted in a partner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is they tended to be in a certain age range. They tended to be 22 to about 25, 26. And those girls, um, there is just, there is an order of magnitude difference between a 24-year-old and 28-year-old, uh, especially with women. Uh, and, and, and I wanted, I wanted a fully grown, fully, um, sort of articulated adult. I didn't want a young girl who was learning how to be figuring yourself person. out. Yeah. I completely agree. Right. Cause I would say 28, 29, that's when I figure myself out. No, but that it is, it's like, it, that's when I grew into who I was going to be. And I, I met my husband when I was just turning 24 and I, I always talk about it on the show, how for a certain period of time he was waiting for me to grow up. And that's not a nice feeling to be around having somebody who's older than you waiting for you to become who you're going to be. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. 28, 29 is the time when women do start to know themselves and 24, you certainly do not. So that's yeah. wonderful. So you're in a wonderful relationship with a woman who would be proud to hear you talking about her. Cause I'm even like a little jealous of how you're talking about her. Um, so I'm very happy for you. <laughs> it is. It's like, I was expecting to be on the phone with a jerk <laughs> for the entire time and I'm like finding myself liking you. So it frustrates me. <laughs> um, but I, we have this uh, segment that's called overanalyze this, where we answer questions from our readers. And I was hoping that you would stick around to answer a couple from of questions. our listeners, our readers, and our readers my eventually. brain is just, I had a baby recently. My brain is just like all over the place. Yes, our listeners. So I was hoping uh, that you would stick around to listen. I should I'll, I'll tell you, baby, bra- baby brain is for real. That's it no is for real. Like, I'm messed yeah, up. Uh-huh. Apparently, I have, apparently I, have, I have eight babies. <laughs> exactly. Because I constantly feel baby brain. <gasps> oh, God, it's crazy. Today is even worse. Um, but are you, are you going to stick around to answer some questions? 
Sure. Okay, sure. cool. Uh, hello, ladies and guests. I have a dilemma. This is from a woman. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if it's me or not. I'm not ugly. She showed a picture. She actually is extremely cute. And I'm a guy's type of girl. Sports lover, chill personality, and super easygoing. And I usually get along with everyone. Unless the person is just a complete asshole. <laughs> also, I'm the type of girl who lets it be known that I'm into a guy and will just buy a gift for a guy just because. So, I was dating a guy and it was great until he moved about an hour away from me. I let it be known that I didn't mind the commute and ask if he wanted to continue seeing me once I moved. And he said, yeah, why wouldn't we? But once... Once he moved, I let him get settled, and then I brought up that I missed him and hinted I wanted to see him, but I got nothing in return. It went from communicating daily, good morning texts, and how, and now I hardly ever hear from him. I got the hint that he obviously um, was not into me, or else he would make plans to see me. We do still keep in contact here and there, and we made a bet on a football game, winner treats to lunch. And I won that bet. I joked about where I wanted to go, but never pushed it, never pushed the subject. But I just don't get it. It felt like he was so into me before he moved. But after the move, he just got over it. Can I get a little insight? Hopefully a guy is in the studio. Well, on the phone and half of one is in the studio with us because I just don't get it. Uh, and then she sent, she had a picture of her and obviously Tucker can't see her, but she is she's super cute. So what what's going on for this girl? What would you say to this girl? You know, there's a reason that that book that Greg Barrett wrote sold 5 million copies because he's just not that into you is the answer to like 80% of girls' advice questions. Right. Yes. So he's just not that into her. I think she's looking, but girls always want a why. Yes. They want like, what did I do wrong? What is it that I can change going forward? That's the the biggest thing. Sometimes it's not about what you did wrong. It happens to do with the lifestyle that he now has now that he's moved away and he realizes that, okay, maybe that wasn't that such a big deal with this girl or that he's getting distracted with other things. And again, at the end of the day, he's exactly, he's just not that into you. If he's not still putting, um, attention onto you, he's focusing on his lifestyle right now. And there's nothing you can do or, about or, it. Or he's, or to be even like more frank, he's sleeping with other girls. Yeah, most likely. He, find, he has a new lifestyle finds, now. Exactly. It, it, look, it, it doesn't. It, I, the example I always give is this: um, it's perfectly okay to like pizza, and it's perfectly okay to like hamburgers, and it's perfectly okay to like um, you know steak is your favorite food. And you would never ask someone why, they, like, how could you like steak instead of pizza? I need a reason. No, right. like sometimes people just like certain things, right? Well, sometimes Absolutely. there might right, there might be a reason or there might not be that much of a reason. Maybe he just wants to go sleep with a bunch of different girls for the next five years, whatever. The point, the reason doesn't matter. And, and women need to stop. Most women should stop taking um, these sorts of things personally unless there's a reason to take it personally. You know? Yeah, like, no, I agree it, with you. But the thing is, is that that's where our brain goes to first. And I will say, I've you know, I've worked with hundreds of thousands of men over the past decade, and men take it just as personally, where they're like, why, 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 why did this happen? Why did she flake? I mean, why did she stop calling? We had a great time on our first and second date, and then suddenly she tapers off. I, I get that all of us want these answers as to why somebody lost interest. But as you're saying, and I completely agree with you, sometimes there just is no answer that they like something else better, or that they didn't like you as much as they like something else or there's there's no reason at all there is no rhyme or reason to why they aren't giving you as much attention as they were before or or even more precisely the reason is something far beyond your control exactly like i i can tell you there's probably legitimately hundreds of girls 
who asked that exact question about me. And, and, and there wasn't a re- I had to go through a phase where I was going to sleep with a bunch of women and I was going to do all this sort of stuff. And I know for a fact there were at least, there were dozens of women who were amazing who uh, I should have dated. And I didn't because I wasn't at that point in my life where I could, I, I, I had the emotional maturity or ability to have a functional relationship. And a lot of times when a guy is in that situation, he doesn't know what to do and he can't handle it like an adult because he's still a boy, and so he has to check out. That's all he can do. I know I did that a lot, and it's not, it's not the right thing to do, but in a guy, especially a younger guy's mind, that feels like the path, not just of least resistance, but of least pain. Like, like he no, might, It's the most comfortable can... thing to do. It's the most comfortable for you at right. that point in time. It's easier than saying to somebody's face, yeah, I'm not that into you. I don't want to have a serious relationship. Avoiding them is sometimes easier. It's not the right thing to do, but it's the easier thing for you. Right. If he's not, he might just say, listen, uh, on, on an attraction scale, I want to date girls and I, I feel like they're a nine or I'm, I'm attracted to it at a nine or 10 level. And I'm only attracted to you at a six level. Like that conversation he doesn't want to have that conversation, right? No, he doesn't want to hear walk. that conversation either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and so it's like, like, all right, then he moves on. He doesn't know what to do. If she thinks, if she legitimately is looking for a reason, if, if there's a pattern in her life and she wants to know why, she should do one of two things. Either um, really examine sort of the type of person she is. Is she attracting a certain type of guy that has a certain behavior pattern? And if so, why? Or she should find someone in her life that is really honest and really objective and has no agenda to look at her and give her sort of like a rundown and be like, all right, look, yeah, there's, there's a lot of great things about you, but there are these two things that you do or you are or the way you dress, whatever, that's just really weird or off-putting like your breath, that no one else your, will tell her. Yeah, your breath smells. Or stop buying guys gifts so early. Maybe that's her res- the response yeah. for her. Okay, that is all we have time for for Overanalyze This. Tucker, thank you so much for coming on to our show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Yeah. Tell people how they can get in touch with you or what they should know about you and go uh, learn about you. Um. I don't know. I mean, you, so you've got podcast listeners. The best way to sort of interact with my stuff is, didn't you guys have Jeffrey Miller on as a guest or you're about to or something? Dr. No, we Jeffrey didn't. We had, we had James Altucher. Oh, uh, yeah, and Altucher. That's right. Yeah. So Dr. Jeffrey Miller and I actually have our own sort of uh, podcast, and then we have a book coming out that's Sex and Dating Advice for Young Guys. Oh, awesome. Um, and, right, it's, it's sort of similar to you guys except we're dudes, so we have a whole separate sort of uh, perspective um, or angle on things. Yeah. And, uh, like the, it's called it's called the Mating Grounds podcast. Um, it's it's if you, if you if someone who likes your stuff would probably like our stuff too. Okay. Um, and you can find it on iTunes anywhere. It's it's all there. So what was it called again? Mating. The Mating Ground. The podcast. Mating Ground. Yeah. Okay, guys. So people right. go listen to the Mating Ground. And Ground. and. And where else? Anything else you want to plug? I feel like you would have a list of things to do. But yes, go listen to the Mating Grounds because it sounds like an amazing show. And obviously, so, you you can hear that Tucker has some really solid advice for you. Yeah, those are the things that that's the thing I have to plug that your listeners would care about. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for being on our show, and everybody who's listening, thank you for listening, not reading our show. And if you want to ask questions, write into ask at Ask Women Podcast. We have new episodes that come out every Thursday, and we are really happy to announce once again that we have our first live show at the Hollywood Improv on October 19th at 7 p.m. And if you want to get tickets to that show, go 
to winggirlmethod.com slash live show. And if you want to be a part of the show, write into Ask at Askman Podcast with the subject line, I want to struggle with you. <laughs> and we will make sure to read those emails and possibly have you be a part of the first ever live show, October 19th at the Hollywood Improv, winggirlmethod.com slash live show. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women Podcast. Go to podcast1.com next week for a brand new show. 